Hi, and welcome back to Fuse Bites. Today, we're thrilled to have our friend and client, David Mendelwitz, co-founder and CEO of Butterfly. Butterfly is an HR platform that gives managers real-time insight on how their team members are feeling and provides avenues for direct and timely feedback. The host of this episode is Taylor Allen, Senior Director of People at Fuse Machines. Here's the conversation. So I'm actually the Director of People at Fuse Machines. So I do pretty much everything that falls under that umbrella. Um, so I actually started at Fuse Machines five and a half years ago. It's crazy to think that it's been that long, but like half a decade. It's been my first job since I graduated from college in 2017. And when I joined the company, I actually joined as Samir's executive assistant. And then over the years, I've just slowly taken on more and more responsibilities and, you know, just doing everything that needs to be done with people in the company. It's been great. Good for you. It seems that you uh, made yourself uh, valuable for the company and got yeah. your own gig. That's good. <laughs> I try to be. I try to be. I think Fuse Machines, in so many ways, I feel like it was just part of like my destiny to find this company. Like sometimes like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, obviously there have been really tough times like you know your first job out of college and starting your career there's so much that you're learning about yourself and like you know the people around you and I'm actually from um, southern Ohio which is like the exact opposite of New York Um, and when I moved to New York I met everybody at Fuse Machines and it was just immediately like meeting people that I connected with and respected and um, you know I feel like I've been given the space to grow like as a professional person in the workforce and also like personally in the world um so yeah it's been a great experience <laughs> for you good for you and what about you i would love to hear more about you know your experience with butterfly and how you got started as a founder uh well we started um a little bit by chance uh so both simon and i uh, knew each other for uh, pretty much all, all our life our parents are friends so we grew up uh with each oh. other very different so uh, simon wasn't That's really uh, ever a friend of mine always been some kind of like part of the family but we are very different yeah. uh, uh profiles um and therefore that works well in a in a in a partnership because we uh there's very little overlapping between what what we can do and what we enjoy doing mm-hmm. uh, we each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so we started the company because I mean, although we have very different profile, we ended up both of us uh, developing in a career, our career quite early. Like you ended up being a, a young manager in, uh, in very different sized uh, and industry types of companies. I was work. Oh, I've always been working in the tech, uh, like big data type of world so mostly with product related things simon was in the consumer goods he was working at coke so fortune 500 type of company but we both started to uh, manage people when we were um, i was 23 i think simon was 22 or 24 uh, so you can relate you know you know <laughs> yeah, all exactly about it what you were saying as well and 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 we started to manage people there and um and we actually ended up building butterfly as the tool we wish we had back then mm-hmm. uh, so really to kind of like we've built the tool that we thought we as manager needed uh and actually to be uh, fully transparent 
before Butterfly ever, before Butterfly was uh, even a company, I started with a friend of mine. Uh, Simon joined us like a couple of months after that. Developed Butterfly as a product for my previous company that I sold now. But Butterfly was developed internally for uh, for a company that I was managing back then, only to be used internally. And we ended up kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing to hear. And how has it been like coming up with an idea and then like leading it all the way to like execution and creating a company? Has it been like as easy, like easier than you thought it would be, harder than you thought it would be? Well, I mean, for me, the uh, the 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 thing that kind of shook me out of my uh, of my routine was the fact that I was starting something new in the US. I mean, in a very different country, different laws, different mindset, a total new adventure. Uh, but going back to your question, Butterfly is my fourth company, so. Um, this is pretty much, and I'm not saying that to get like some kind of a, a, a wow response, but it's like, I'm, I like to say that I'm this kind of like forced entrepreneur. Uh, nobody wants to hire me. I've never worked for anyone. <laughs> I started my first company when I was 17, uh, still in college, uh, was a failure. And, and then, but then from there, I've always kind of kept on trying to do new things. So having an idea and building it up, uh, at a, a level where it's, somehow for the others become a company for me always been a company uh it's what i've only knew uh, what's this this is the only thing oh, i knew yeah. and done <laughs> in the last 20 years you know, so it's that, uh, that's I mean, that's you know, like, yeah it, it comes with uh, a curse uh because you know i'm 39 years old now i'm in a very different position than i was when i i started my entrepreneurial life i have a wife kids uh, and so on and so forth and there is those moments in time where there is some crisis because and and some doubt there's a lot of them when you are uh, getting to this entrepreneurial uh, uh, lifestyle and there is moment in time where I was like yeah I wish I could just you know work from someone and getting a salary and and stop being you know concerned about the future and yeah. everything around me and uh but i don't know I, I don't even think it would be uh suitable for me but yeah that's kind of my life it says so it's hard for me to respond to that question it's no, uh, I, I simon very different star simon butterfly is his first company so uh mm. i think it's he's discovering the entrepreneurial uh, uh lifestyle i've been living uh with no money on my bank account in the last few months yeah, you're that. used to that. <laughs> I feel like so I actually um my partner is a musician and he obviously musicians are kind of like entrepreneurs in their you know their own right like to market yourself, brand yourself, like do it all on your own and just we live such completely different lives because I'm like a salary person and he's definitely like I could never I could never do a 9 to 5 like absolutely ever and I just I admire it in so many ways because I could just never do it but he does it and you know he's pretty successful doing it so um you know it's beautiful that you've been able to make it work for you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's uh, um um yeah you do what you yeah. have to do yeah and how do you think you know as technology you know we've seen technology evolve more and more over the years how do you feel like it's changed the people landscape and companies uh well, I mean, quite a, um, I think that, well, I mean, 
by the time you start building a company, uh, and that, and 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 by the way, that was your first question. What is how is it to turn an idea and building a company out of it? I mean, but uh, often entrepreneurs forget that uh, it's 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 not so much about an idea. I mean, everybody has idea, good and bad, and it's very hard at a certain point in time to judge whether an idea is going to be successful or not. What makes the difference between successful stories and non-successful stories is execution. And execution is something that you can hardly do alone. Uh, so the people component, uh, I never thought it was so so much important, but it's actually, I think it's the number one most important asset that you would get into a into company. And quite frankly, I could, I could have made the same uh, adventure for Butterfly in probably half of the time if I haven't made that many people's mistakes. So I think mm-hmm. that that's, where uh, uh, that's where entrepreneur the entrepreneurial idea or lifestyle should start. It's do you want to create something uh, that you feel people can cope with and can be engaged with, so they can build that with you together? Because there's no there's no building a company on your own. I mean, uh, yeah. always some 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 uh, yeah. counter example to what I'm saying now, but. In in general, I think that people is the number one asset uh, for a company. We made a lot of mistake hiring. Uh, I don't think there's bad hire, but it's like you know, bad match at some point, or us not being able to um, to uh, digest or to manage uh, some of the incredible talent we had uh, uh, mm-hmm. the chance to work with in the past. Often comes uh, most of the time the, the the mistakes come from the the management team itself and we're taking full responsibility on that but i think that comp in 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 other words uh and in a nutshell companies success are being built by people and company failure failures is always because of people i mean so now like being a founder of butterfly and working with all different types of companies are there like certain mistakes that you see lots of companies making um like a trend in the types of people mistakes yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's it's more about me uh, spending time with other people building companies because, quite frankly, Butterfly, uh, the, the 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 core of our customers uh, are very different. Uh, we tend to we don't really we don't work with a lot of startups, so those companies tend to be a. Uh, uh, a little bit more established so uh but it's more around the community of my friends and peers that are also themselves building companies that uh um, i hear things and one about uh, mistakes you could make with people and probably one of the things that i see uh uh happening the most often and that's like i said what happened to us is not having the right people at the right time um mm-hmm. because on paper i mean Talent is, I think that everybody can be talentuous in in certain aspects, uh, but um, you need to have some kind of an ecosystem surrounding you to uh, uh, for a talent to be uh, to be expressed successfully. And mm-hmm. most of the time, I think that companies are hiring people that are either too senior or too junior for them to be able to manage them successfully. If they are senior, you need to be able to uh, provide them with uh a framework that allows them to thrive uh by themselves and you need to be able to trust them but in the beginning when you're building a company there's a lot about control 
Um, so yeah. hiring somebody that's too senior early on is definitely a mistake that we see happening often. And in the mm -hmm. other way as well. So uh, being able to hire somebody that's very junior comes with the responsibility of development. Uh, often startup doesn't have the shoulders all the time to be able to develop employees and then hiring people that sometimes are too junior for a certain task can also be a problem. So I think it's really about being able to match a need with a mm -hmm. certain set. Uh, often, I think company in the early days tends to... Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you as a person who I feel like the past three years of my life at Fuse Machines, it has been hiring like senior, junior, mid-level, like across the board. Hiring is so important. And we've I know for a fact we've made that mistake as a company, too, with hiring. And it's something I reflect on a lot. Like, how did we like was it was it me that like didn't fully understand what we were looking for or was it just you know it just did not work out and i think there's a lot of gray area that lies in that uncertainty um so you know it's still to this day like i i look back like three years ago on somebody that we hired and i'm like like what could i have done to have found somebody that would have you know done something differently like i don't know if that's something we can avoid but um i feel like unfortunately sometimes you just don't even know what you necessarily need until you actually have people in there that are doing it you learn so much <laughs> true that's true yeah. yeah and it's it's harder to uh, uh um uh I, I mean some people are have the chance to be able to uh a lot of ent entrepreneurs are reproducing something that they've done in the past or they've experienced in the past whether it's to their own like uh uh entrepreneurial experience or by being part of a, uh, an entrepreneurial adventure and they know exactly what they need to do. But uh, when we're looking at the numbers of company, uh, uh, and I don't have proper number on that, but I'm expecting when I'm looking around me of most of the uh, entrepreneur and uh, our first time entrepreneur, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and we don't we don't know. And there's no, um, uh, by the way, there's no uh, training, there's no uh, education on that. Uh, there's, and that's why we actually ended up starting Butterfly, like. Um, I remember when I was working for that like scale up back then in 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 Belgium. Um, they required me a lot of. Uh, I was often being uh, reviewed by my peers or analyzed in terms of work on how I was addressing the needs of my team, but I never had anyone telling me what what to do and how to do it. And this mm -hmm. is something that uh, um, that often is a problem I, I, I think in companies that maybe they start to uh, care about people too late in their life. And when you have some foundations that are bad, building a culture in a company, it's very hard to like sanitize them. It's really important to start with something yeah. that's helpful. So probably the biggest shift I've seen working within the tech industry for more than 15 years is the time or the size in when people professional comes in like mm -hmm. 10 years 15 years ago i could talk to company that was that had more than 50 employees and had no hr person like literally no one is in charge of, of hr <laughs> this is something that like, barely happened now i'm talking to company that have like six people and there's an hr person it's yeah. i don't I, i'm not saying that that's probably i'm not saying that's the good thing but i mean keeping in mind that uh people and and having somebody that has some kind of a 
uh, interests and focused on that is really important as you build a company. Yeah. And I think like having that transparency, that's something that's been really important for me. Like now that I'm in this, you know, position as a people leader in a company, even if there are things that we haven't figured out yet, like letting people know we're working on it, we're, you know, this is something that we want to do in the next, you know, year. This is something we want to do in the next two years. I think, um, you know, having that transparency, but also then having like data and like, you know, uh, actual concrete, like, um, you know, tools that we're using to actually implement a lot of, um, you know, the ideas that we have. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that I think is really important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and the, in technology has changed a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And for Butterfly, what do you think the roadmap, what does it look like the next year, two years? So, um, one of the biggest things that we think at Butterfly and that we've been fighting for, and I think that's what makes us different, uh, is that we believe that engagement in a company is not a company nor an HR matter. It should be a manager matter. But most of the time, company tends to find a way to, how you say, like... Um, de-responsabilize their manager from that concern. And it's something that's been given to like to the company or to, to HR as they should care of um they should care about that. Sorry for my uh, uh I've been here for a week and I've been speaking French all the time. So my English <laughs> level is from day to day. Uh, <laughs> hey I'm the one like- that only speaks one language here. You do not have to apologize for anything. Yeah, well- and so I, I I feel bad when I uh, because I I feel it I know that my probably uh, my English has dec- <laughs> I lost two or three uh, level I'm no, looking I would love to, I would love to see me try to do an interview in another language so which and going back to the roadmaps and that and that's what we've been working for is to create uh, a solution an HR tech solution that can truly be leveraged by a manager and everything that we are building right now is going into that direction what we want mm-hmm. is to help companies to offload some of the uh, HR concern that we believe should be uh, uh, managed by managers uh, and people manager uh, off their plate and and that's including obviously feedback and basic well-being needs um so everything goes around that uh, uh we see that most of the company addressing employee engagement uh tends to go in the direction of offer more data more analysis more strategical information uh more ai also and things like that to uh, uh, to to, to uh, project uh, uh and and um uh yeah to to, to 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 get more strategic based on people uh uh on people the kpis butterfly is going more on the idea that those kpis needs to be more practical rather than strategical so i think as for us it's about helping a manager to never forget none of their employees' anniversary, helping a manager to be able to help any of their employees getting into uh, a personal challenge outside of work, uh, helping managers to feel 
that they they are more available or more accessible to employees rather than you know providing complex information uh, or projections on things we think that uh, we think that the value uh, for butterfly is to be able to on a more tactical basis connect managers with their teams yeah. and everything goes in butterfly going that direction and something that i've seen even just internally at fuse machines is that managers want that like they want that type of connection they're just so they're so busy so unless it's like put in front of them in a very seamless like clear way it's harder for them you know to gather all of that at, you know on their own but something like butterfly is really useful because it puts everything right in front of them and it doesn't take them that long to look at you know 10 different points that are super important for their team to address you know yeah absolutely and it's funny that you say that i actually just realized that I've never heard, and, and we talk to a lot of managers. I mean, down the road, they are our user. Uh, I've never heard a manager saying saying us or telling us that I won't be able to do something with that information. But I always saying something, I always hear something opposite from the HR. I mean, something that I hear a lot is my manager are not ready for that. They will not know how to respond to it. They don't need that information. Uh, I'm not sure they could. Uh, uh, they know how to behave uh, on criticizing and things like that. But when you talk to manager, they are actually it's right the opposite. It's like they want, yeah, <laughs> I want, I need that actually, and 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 that's the uh, uh, the the thing. And this is why today butterfly um, is mostly engaging at first with uh, people on the operational side. Uh, because uh, manager more specifically, because they uh, 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 they know that Butterfly is filling a gap that they still have, which is I don't know what's going on in my team in like real time, and I and I and I want to know. Like, yeah, yeah. What, what's beautiful about Butterfly is I think it's you know again what we've seen from using it on our own is it starts those conversations between managers and HR and people teams. Like, I think it helps you know, bring everybody together, not just like from the manager team level, but um, all of senior management. Um, it's a great like gateway to having a lot of those conversations that can sometimes be hard to just start on your own. Yeah, no, no, I'm uh, to you making it. <laughs> Thank you, that's um, glad to hear. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, and this is the last question. And um, I guess I would just like to know something that you are most proud of as of recent, it can be personally, professionally, anything. Being a dad. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> for me not to mention it, it's been, it's only uh, um, happened to me uh, two years ago, which is still like yesterday. Three months? Uh, two Three years months. ago. Oh, two years. I was about to say, you have a newborn, but <laughs> two years, that's a fun age. But it's so it's 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 um and that's typically the time where uh, I mean at least that's what happened for me. I don't want to speak for others, but that's where I really starting to realize that uh, things are different for me. Uh, um, I talk to a lot of friends that are dads, uh, and it seems that we have some kind of a delayed, you know, awareness of what does it means to be a dad uh, compared to the moms that. Yeah. That uh, it's happening at birth or sometimes even at at uh, at pregnancy. Uh, now being able to exchange uh, and and see how important I, I am on the on the eyes of my son really makes a difference. 
and that brings me also to um uh back to uh to butterfly uh i'm i'm being proud today of uh, of being able to sustain uh, the development of a family and of my son by an idea uh, and a will and an energy that I've put on my own. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. Um, as you know, I haven't made anything so much successful for me and my family that I could just say, hey, I'm not working anymore. And, you know, we all have those like entrepreneurial dream that it's all about the exit and all the things, but I'm uh, there's 10 people that works for us uh, being paid. I have yeah. a wife, I have a son. Uh, he's going to school. My wife is a comedian, so she's not oh. into those nine to five. Uh, <laughs> so we are, and and we, we, we just live, quite frankly, uh, uh, well. And I'm happy for my employees. I'm happy for my family uh, to see that uh, uh, I'm being able to provide. Uh, and I think that sometimes people tend to forget that being an entrepreneur, that's part of the success. You know, we always think that it's the end of the book that's important. But for an entrepreneur, that and like for every story, it's not about the end, but it's about the the, the entire journey. And the journey yeah. is being enjoyable. And um, I don't think that no one is suffering here. At, at, at I mean, entrepreneurial. Uh, Working for a startup can be can be hard as well. I mean, I've worked for a lot of startups. Uh, many times I had my, uh, I mean, two of the startups I were working with. Uh, one day I receive a call, it's like, that's it, we're done. You don't have a job anymore. I mean, we've been there. Everybody's paid and everybody's fine. Uh, I think that sometimes uh, entrepreneurs forget just to be proud of that. Yeah, the experience holistically. Yeah, but I respect that. I have so much respect for parents in the workforce, especially entrepreneurs. Like, I, I don't have children on my own yet, but I have seen it, and it's a hard job, but it seems like a very rewarding job. So, I'm stoked for you. <laughs> Thank and you. That seems like a good place to end it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Fuse Bites. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you'll join us next time. Let us know what you think with a review or comment. Our next episode will be out in a month and you can find us on Apple or Spotify. See you then.